Al Rady Rooney. No. <laughs> Just put a little spin on it. Yeah, like, you know. All riggedy, all riggatoni righty, y'all. All riggedy, 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 folks. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Whoa, episode three. We're here. We yeah. watched one. We watched two. And now we're on three. Yeah. So, last time, we had our cool freeze frame on uh, Unchan and Hangyul both losing their minds because Hangyul has to work now he's got to walk a got to run a coffee shop and unjan no longer has her cool dojo job so um what do you think happens next jaren what's your predictions all right so my predictions from the end of last episode basically mm. i think the kickboxing dojo that opened up across the street that was yes. mentioned once in episode one oh right i think all the kids are over there now because they are traitors oh no uh i think we're gonna we're gonna stick to the formula. I don't think the show is gonna deviate. Okay. Now Hankyul is gonna take Mr. Hong on a cool dress him up montage. Oh, and they're basically gonna pretty woman his whole store. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end of this episode, that problem is gonna be resolved, and Hankyul is gonna get pushed onto another shabby man that needs dressing up. Oh, so now we've got a trend of Hankyul entering people's lives and leaving them as uh, princes, as you might, maybe, yeah. if you want to take the word from the title or something. Yeah, he's like a prince maker. <laughs> oh. So who who is the coffee prince then? Is it Unchan or is it uh, Mr. Hong? We are all coffee prince now. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> or is, is Hankyul the coffee prince? Uh, he's more of a coffee shit kid, honestly. <laughs> He might create the coffee prince. That doesn't mean he gets to be a coffee prince. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm down <laughs> for that. Um. Well, then, cool. Without further ado, let's get into episode... Oh, man, it would have been cool if it was episode two, because that would have rhymed, but it can't. Episode three. Uh, here we be. Here we be. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kara, and I'm into rom-coms. Hi, I'm Jaren, and I'm into internet turf wars. But we're both into hot drinks and hot boys. And this is Just Kiss, Kiss Already. already. <laughs> uh, I'm right, glad. so we're here to talk about Coffee Prince, actually. Yes, that's right. So we watched episode three. We did it. Yeah, episode three of Coffee Prince. Uh, probably my favorite so far. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I, I was a little uncertain because of what we're what we're gonna get into, <laughs> but I personally really like this episode. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, it's still we're still like so early on in the series, and I mean like we're gonna keep saying that until we're like, wow, we've said that, but it's episode like ten, and we're actually almost <laughs> we're on our way. Oh yeah. But we are early on in the series, but we're getting some really good, fun moments, and I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Not that that doesn't happen ever, but just, like, I'm so used to thinking that the best parts come at, like, the middle to the end that I'm like, man, I forgot how good this is. <laughs> so, uh, the the title that I'm working with for this episode, we're Ooh, going yes. Coffee Prince Episode 3, mm -hmm. Flat on Both Ends. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Aww, <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. It's it's more of a double entendre than you think. And we're yeah. Gonna, we're gonna get into that later. Oh man. Anyway, um, so we we cut back to uh, Hangul being told that he's got to work. Oh yeah. And his response immediately to being told he has to work is just, "I'm leaving." Yeah. He's like, "Nope." Yeah. And Mr. Hong is like, "Are you leaving?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm totally leaving." Then he walks outside and he's like, 
hey, Grandma, I don't want to. And she's like, that's cool. You don't have a car. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he sees his car getting, like, towed. Oh, yeah. And he's like, M- my car. <laughs> he chases after it. Yeah, even then, that's not even enough to make him, like, acquiesce No, right we got to take away. Like, she, she tells him on the phone. She's like, yeah, I'm going to take away your car. I'm going to take away your house. And he's like, whatever. And then he sees his car before his eyes getting taken away. Freaking Mr. Hong is a savage because, like, immediately he calls him a jerk. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I guess there has to be a loser in every family. Got him. Like, Jesus. Yeah. So, they cutting back to, like, the really sad reality. Yeah, we cut back to Eun-chan, who's very sad. And we're like, oh, that's right. There wasn't just this, this, like, funny thing that's happening. There's also, like, a really real and sad thing that's happening. Yeah, except now Mr. Koo is there, so it's gone from, like, a sad thing to comic relief. Yeah, uh, it, it gets there for a second because he rolls up and he, he's doing his whole song and dance about how he's like, oh, I love your mom and like, you don't trust anyone except for me because your mom loves me or whatever. And Something we're like, like that. Hmm. <laughs> he's like, the director was evil the whole time. Also, I like your mom. Yeah, it's very strange. Want to meet that mom. Um, but then mom runs in yes. and she's like, what are you, stop, don't, who, who likes who, excuse me, yes. I need to deal with my daughter. And then we do actually get this very sweet moment between mother and daughter that I, I appreciated a lot. Mm. Um, I thought this was also very telling just for, uh, just like the way that Unchen and Unsei were probably raised and stuff, because we do get this very like, Unchen obviously has like emotional attachment to this dojo and she... Like, is very upset that it's gone, and she's probably also very upset that um, the director of the place just kind of disappeared, and no word, no nothing, all the kids are gone. She's not, That's another thing, she's really upset she's not going to see the kids again. She didn't even get paid. Yeah. But um, we still have this conversation between them where, you know, her mom is comforting her, and she makes this comment that's like, he probably had his reasons to do so, right? Like, I shouldn't just jump into judgment. And her yeah. mom is like, yeah, like, as much as this sucks, like... You know, we see that this is somebody who thinks about, like, hey, everybody's got their stuff going on, and even though I'm upset and I'm hurt, um, I, I know that I'm going through a hard time, and it's very possible that other people are also, and unfortunately this stuff happens, so. There was a, a, a very sincere line about, you have to accept it or it will just become harder. Yeah. And that feels like it's like a thesis for this episode, or yeah. maybe even the show. So we'll keep highlighting that as we go through about how you have to accept it or it's just going to become harder. Yeah. So we cut to Hangul ogling himself in the mirror as usual. Yes, of course. He's looking at himself and he's like, mm. He's like, hmm, Hangul, nice. Thank you, yeah. Hangul. And, um, <laughs> and then he gets a knock on the door and he's like, hmm, who could it be? And it's this guy who's like, hey, you're selling this place, right? Uh, so grandma has sold her, her oh, yeah. grandson's house while he's still in it. Like the great thing about that for me is that we find out that the house is in grandma's name. Yes. Like, ooh, what a brat. Yeah, he doesn't even, <laughs> this isn't even his house. Like he, this is hers. Her, his car is hers. His house is hers. Got everything <laughs> in my grandma's name. <laughs> but that's okay. Cause I'm still fly. <laughs> So yeah, Grandma is serious about this coffee shop. She's like, listen, you want to go and make your own way? Okay, make your own way. Yeah. Don't expect any help from me. If you want help from me, however, do what I want you to do. He's still going to find it, though. Yeah, oh, we know it. He's going to go we to Grandma's it. house. <laughs> He's going to eat some milk and cookies. That's right. <laughs> 
he's that's such a weird scene because he's like unapologetically like trying to cute his way out of having yeah more. he's like still kind of trying to like uh be like cute to grandma be like grandma he's like Gwanny. you know and she like shoves a cookie in his mouth literally like, shut up <laughs> force feeds him the cookie much like my own grandma yeah so i love what she does this is one of the stronger relationships i've identified okay. in the show is the grandma is literally like listen i have cuddled you for 30 years and that is my mistake yeah i need you to be a successful boy yeah even like more so than the marriage she's like I need mm-hmm. to stop myself from just feeding him cookies and, and apartment money all the yeah. time. <laughs> um, then we also have this really, like, so So Hangul is mad, and he's going to revert to being a baby. And he starts, like, being like, I don't want to. I don't want to work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I don't like, want to. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> he, like, he doesn't even sit on the couch properly. Yeah, he's, like, kicking. He's, like, having like, a little baby boo. tantrum. And then his dad walks in. Oh. And that's like, he's, you know, because when he's with grandma, he can have this baby tantrum. He can be fucking like, I don't want a grandma. I want to mm-hmm. do it. Blah, blah, blah. But when dad walks in, his dad is like, stop it. Like, you're being a child or whatever. And he's like, mm. now we can't, now we can't have fun baby tantrum because dad, it's different. Oh, yeah. That was, that was like the fucking, it sucked all the air out of the room when dad walks yeah. out. Because he doesn't break his stride for anything. Yeah. He, it's the first time we've seen him like without headphones on. The first time I think we've seen him speak. <laughs> and he's not making eye contact. He's not a part of the conversation. He's just passing through, picking up his golf bag mm-hmm. and being like, that's what you get. You raised him wrong. Like, yeah. But uh, freaking, it's such a wild scene because you go from Hungyul trying to push blame onto his mom he's like be mad at her grandma yeah this is her fault he's like she raised me it's not my fault i'm baby i like being a bum yeah (laughs) (laughs) so he's like give me a job at your factory i'll be a manager yeah he's like there's another way to do this he was like i could be a cool like manager position and grandma's like no i will not hire a slacker as a manager yeah and then he's like please and she's like okay you can get a packaging job for 800 a month and he like hears that and he's like how do people yeah, there's there's a lot of moments where um, Hangul is like, how do people live off of like things in this episode specifically? Very good with like money moments. Yes, we're really learning how what what his kind of what it's been like for him throughout his life and how much he doesn't know because of that. Like, and it's interesting because like you hear a lot in shows where they're like, show don't tell, mm-hmm. and this is like a way of doing that still with dialogue where yeah. you have him. Uh, but it, it's the Arrested Development thing. Oh, it's a banana. How much could it cost? Ten dollars? Like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody who's just that out of touch with money. Yeah. Go. So, Dad wants to go golf. And, like, as soon as Dad walks in, Mom is like, Hey, let me get you golf clubs. I'll see you later. It's and very Hangul cute because he pouty. calls her Mom. Yeah. He's like, thanks, Mama. Like, yeah. Oh. Hangul is pouty, though, because he doesn't want to be... He can be a child with Grandma, but he can't be a child with Dad. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. So, this yeah, is Grandma into... shoves a cookie into Hangul's face, and then... <laughs> this is where we get into, like, the Silent Hill portion of this episode. <laughs> because, ooh, the real survival horror that I was experiencing. So, I, um, initially... So, we, we cut to our, our, our favorite couple, um, Yuju and Hansung. And I initially actually wrote down, oh, time for our regularly scheduled flashback with Resident Sad Boy. I was totally convinced that this was yet another flashback to, like, this is how our relationship used to be. And this is us at our happiest and blah, blah, blah. Um, we get this little scene of, like, um... She has finger socks. Yeah, she's got finger socks and finger shoes. 
and she's dancing on his tummy. Yeah, and she's like climbing around and being like, what's this? Oh, Breaks the shoe off in his nostril. Yeah, she goes like near his armpit and she's like, it smells so bad. Yeah, I escaped. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's very like, oh, uh, what? But also, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, we're going to cut back to reality where he's, like, drinking a Red Bull and, like, yeah. just abusing small animals or something. Like, whatever he does in his spare time. Yeah, and we, we get this scene, and then we do um, cut really quick to Han Gil, who uh, is on the phone with Yuju. Yes. So I thought that we were, like, back in the present. Like, we'd seen that thing. Yeah. Back in the present, now we're, now it's Han Gil who's going to hang out with Yuju. Uh, he gets a call, or does he call her or does he get the call from her? I think she calls him. Yeah. But regardless, they're on the phone and uh, she invites him over. And he's like, yeah, sounds great. He thinks he's going to go hang out with his cool crush. He's going to have a little fun alone time. It's going to be great. And you kind of go like, oh, wow, that's weird. She's wearing the same outfit from the flashback. Yeah. And then Hansung is like, hey. (laughs) And we're like, oh, oh, they're back together. It's the scariest thing in the world that they're acting like nothing happened. They're back. Literally, we last time we saw this couple, we left off on this like scene where he was yelling about how he everything he does can never hurt her in her apartment, and she was crying, and he was crying, and there was like a back hug, whatever. But tension was high, and everyone was upset. And next thing we know, they're just back together like nothing, nothing happened. happened. So yeah, so so Hungil rolls up, and he is immediately like upset. Just because he thought he was going to have cool, fun bonding time with yes. his crush. And then Hansung is there. And he's like, mm, oh. So he comes in. And he's pouty. And they're pretending like everything is fine. They're like, it's our cool friend Hangyo. Like, hey, They're like, how hey, are the three going? of us back together. Yeah, look at us cool buddies. And Hangyo is not happy about it. Oh, Rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> the second, I feel. <laughs> the second Hansung, like, gets up out of his chair and leaves the two of them alone, Hangyo, like... Just launches into, like, this very articulate, like, emotionally literate. Yeah. Like, he's very responsible and open with his feelings, I think. Yeah. Because he's never been, like, anything but direct with Yuju. Like, hey, I think you're great. Let's date. Yeah. And he's, like... He straight up is, like, why would you invite me over if he was here? Why am I here? He's, like, you know how I feel. Like, I've told you. I don't understand. And then she brings up something about his dad. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's, like, hey, so your dad. And Hangyo is, like... What? No, I'm not having this conversation with you. We're not talking about he my dad. literally is like, I told you that in confidence. I don't see why you're bringing this up. Yeah. And then he even starts to get into it. He's like, yeah, like, my dad betrayed me when I was 17. Never mind. I don't have to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm He's... like, what did he do? Right? So, yeah, it's it's very, very yikes. <laughs> this whole scene. He, like, excuses himself and Hansung's like, oh, What's wrong, buddy? Yeah. And then, and he... then Hansung, like, gets up to do something. I think he gets, like, a phone call. And he literally is like, Hangul, don't leave. Like, we want you here to hang out. And Hangul yeah. is like, dude, no. Hangul yeah. is like, I'm leaving. And they're like, what? Why? Why are you leaving? Hangul, hang out. And he's like, no. And I don't want to be around you guys. If someone can't get over something, there's a good reason. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was a hard Ooh. watch. Yeah. I, I think I, I took my headphones out and I turned to you at the time and I'm like, there is a bomb underneath the yeah. table right now <laughs> and it's going to explode at some point. Oh man. And I am so anxious for this relationship to just like crumble in a terrible way. I feel like I'm pretty sure every single time I have rewatched this, I have been shocked when I learn that they got back together at that point in time. I feel like I, I like I still watching it again, did not see it coming was like, what? Why are they back together? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's scary. Yes. So anyway, 
cut to our favorite, our favorite. Oh yeah, girl, the fun, Chan. happy part of the show. Yes. Where there's no like tumultuous <laughs> emotional baggage. So Unchan is uh, at the the uh, place where they they get the dolls so they can sew mm-hmm. on the eyes. And um, she's like, hey, can I have, like, a second bag? And the, the dude who, like, works there is like, no, like, that's so much. You're not going to finish it in time. It's, like, it's no use to me if I give you two. And she's like, please, I'll do it. I have so much free time now. Because she doesn't have a freaking job. Yeah. She's like, I just, and, you know, she needs money. So she's like, please give me. And then he ends up giving her two bags. And we see her running through the rain with these two giant trash bags full of these dolls mm-hmm. with eyes that need to be sewn on. Uh, and, you know, it's raining. It's hard to get through. And she ends up... Um, well, she doesn't even bump into him. Uh, there's a couple walking down the road, and, like, they stop to, like, the girlfriend is like, your shoe's untied. And he goes to lean down, and then uh, Unchan just right smack into yeah, them. Yeah, just walks into him. Nothing bad, like. Yeah, uh, drops the dolls, like, spills them, and is yes. like, oh, no, I've got to pick them up. Um, and they're they're getting angry. Like, the dude is like, hey, watch where you're going. And the girlfriend is like, oh, blah. And then, like, Unchan tries to, like solve things she's legitimately more concerned about the dolls yeah like she's like this is i just have to make sure they're getting wet i can't yeah. let them get wet yeah and so he's not she's not responding to all the questions this dude is asking yeah which makes him angrier there's a thing that's like they were holding an umbrella i think and they drop it and then uh the girl is getting wet and she's like freaking out about it Unchen comes to like try and like wipe water off of her and she ends up wiping like over her chest yeah and of course the guy is like hey boy why are you touching my girlfriend's titties and it's like a whole thing and she's like please i just i just need the doll the the dolls uh and we do cut to hangul who is in a car driving down i think he's probably in a taxi because he's not driving he doesn't have his car he's just driving so he's in a taxi and he's going down the street and he kind of like sees the hubbub and then we're we're kind of led to think that he's just kind of like what yeah we're like oh he didn't recognize oh okay yeah but then he rolls up and he goes hey Stop it. <laughs> yeah, he shows up like to try and be support. Yes. And then the couple, this might be like the ultimate defense mechanism. Yeah. Like if you're starting trouble in public as a couple and then a much bigger dude comes up and is like, hey, leave that guy alone. Yeah. If you just start fighting each other the way this couple does, it like ends up. <laughs> you can escape no matter what. Yeah, because the, the girlfriend goes and then um, I don't even remember what it was that made her mad. But she comes back and she tells Han Gil, she's like, if you let go of him, you're dead. And then she starts like wailing on her boyfriend. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and eventually they end up fighting and then um, Unchan and Han Gil are kind of like, they now is our time out. to run. They escape. <laughs> they grab the dolls and they start sprinting away. Um, we, we do get this little cute scene where they're like running away. And um, Hangul makes a comment that's like, God, like, this is the worst day ever. Uh-huh. And then they, like, drop the dolls again. And they're like, no, gotta uh, pick, pick them up, the pick them up. And then they keep running. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we find out that they went to uh, Hangul's house, apartment place. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I guess it's probably an apartment. More like. It's the cool, like, rock garden where yeah. he was sitting sad. Yes. It's his, <laughs> it's his place. His, um, I'm going to call it an apartment. We, go, we cut to Hangul's apartment. And, um... We have this little, like, oh, they're inside now. And uh, for a second, um, I think Hangul is, like, going to, like, shower or change mm-hmm. or something. And Unchan steps out. And she, like, steps out. She sees the swing. She's like, oh, swing, sweet. This place is great. Yeah. yeah, dude. She sees this swing. And she's like, this is amazing. This place is amazing. So she sits down. And then she gets a call from her mom. She talks to her mom. She basically tells her, like, her mom is like, hey, where are you? What's going on? It's raining. And she's like, oh, don't worry. I'm at a friend's house. And she's like, but I'll come home soon. And the mom is like, no, it's, like, super raining. Like, if you can stay the night at the friend's place, stay there. Because, like, I don't want you coming home in the rain. Yeah. Uh, Because she's a good mom. Mom says, like, 
Yeah, you'll be safe with your face. Oh my god, yeah. She's like, your face, in my translation, it said, your face is enough of a weapon. Wow. That's a much meaner mom. Yeah, dude. Jeez. I love how I just was like, mom is good. And then also, by the way. No, it's like a loving. Yeah. It's it's the same as like the relationship between Unsan and Unsei and Unchan. That's like that, that sibling. There, there's definitely, um... But regardless, uh, mom has given the okay to stay the at slumber party. Place. Yeah. yeah, although Unchan is not. She's still kind of like, I kind of want to go home, but mm-hmm. whatever. So she goes back inside and she sees that Hankyo has all of these records. Yeah. And she starts touching them. Just touching them. Uh, I'm pretty sure I literally wrote down, like, Unchan, don't, like, <laughs> you can't just touch people's stuff. <laughs> but she finds a record that um, uh, she kind of like resonates with her and she starts playing it and she starts sitting with the thing and she gets a little flashback. Yeah, really sad flashback to like, I, I was very confused because like, who's this little boy? Yeah. And it, 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 it's Unchan just as a child still doing, being androgynous. Yeah, dude. and she's very wearing cute. like uh, her dad's like big shirt with yeah, like his tie. tie. There's a tie, but there's also like a tie tied around her waist. Yeah. It's like a belt. They're like throwing things at him through the bookshelf. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a very like sweet and cute memory and flashback like it's very much like oh you know this is this family that's happy and they're they're running around and dad is playing around with them too and then like mom comes home and everyone is kind of like half happy and laughing but it's framed in this like we know that her dad is gone for one reason or another Mm -hmm. um and then we kind of like cut back to her just like crying actually crying. yeah sitting up against this record player like holding this record case and like crying a little bit and then in walks Hong Kyo like, Buh! yeah, he's like, what the? F- why are you touching my stuff? <laughs> you're wetting my records. Yeah, don't touch my records with your wet hands. And she's like wiping her tears, being like, oh, Zoe, yeah. uh, let me help. But my and bad. he's like, whoa, wait, whoa, hold up, you crying? Yeah. And she's like, no. She, and he's like, mm. <laughs> she kind of deflects by being like, yeah, well, uh, the dojo closed and I didn't get paid and I didn't get to say goodbye to my kids. Yeah, she does. She kind of is like, there's a lot going on for me. And then Hong Gyul counters with, find a new jo- do- find a new dojo, be a man about it. Yeah, he literally is just kind of like, you lost your job? <laughs> Dude, man up. <laughs> it's like, like, it's interesting because the juxtaposition of find a new jojo, I think it was the first thing he said in mine, yeah. was just like, find a new dojo. Yeah, he's like, why don't like, you just go to a Like, if that's what you love one. doing. Yeah, and it reminded me of earlier, like, if you accept it, you can move on faster. Yeah. So he's not saying, like, oh, uh, don't have time to grieve about it. Like, when he's saying be a man, I think he, he's more saying roll with the punches than yeah. he is, like, embrace your toxic masculinity. Like, let yeah, the hate flow through this you. This time we're not being, like, man up. We're very much being, like, okay, well, like, there are things you can do about this. You need to keep going. Which, by the way, he has no right. Like... Yeah, also, <laughs> coming from him, of all people... He's like, yeah, just find a new job, poor person. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, he's kicking poor? on his grandma's couch being like, I don't want to work. I like I being wanna, a bum. I like playing around. I don't want to work. Um, but yeah, so then um, we we cut to... Um... The kitchen. Oh, also, really quick, before we cut to the kitchen, there is like... Um, Unchan picks up one of the dolls and is like, God, it's wet. And starts just squeezing the water out really? on the floor. <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't catch and that. And is like... Don't! And then she starts using the doll to wipe up the water. Ooh. <laughs> it's just very funny that's to me. That, that small little, like, uh, all right, now that we've had this emotional thing, let me wring the doll out. And Hangul's like, you can't just do that. Maybe there's some symbolism to that, because uh-huh. Unchan is squeezing water out of the uh-huh. eyeless doll, uh-huh. so it's, like, crying. Uh-huh. And she just cried. And then 
Hong Yul telling her to be a man, she has to re soak up those tears <laughs> that are on the floor now. Wow, you're doll. really you're really going somewhere with this. Oh yeah, I don't know where it is, it. but you're going. We're, we're going. <laughs> So then we, then we do cut to the kitchen, yes, and we make in some tasty kimchi fried rice, apparently. Yeah. They kind of play it as though, like, oh, Hong Gil, you can cook? Yes. And he's oh, like, Hong Gil also gives Unchan like, some clothes to change into. He's like, stop being wet. There's some cool threads, Freaking, yeah. Yeah, get, in, get into these clothes that are going to be big on you, of course, because you're, like, small and I'm tall or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so he's cooking, and Unchan is like, oh, you can cook? And he's like, pass me the rice. <laughs> it's a, it's a very like interesting exchange they have because she's like, "Oh, you can cook. That's interesting." And he's like, "Hey, did your dad pass away?" Yeah, he just kind of is like, "So your dad is uh dead?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and she's like, oh. "I don't even know if she answers him, but he kind of follows that up with like, "So are you like the main source of income for your entire family?" Yeah. And she's like, "What are we going to eat this rice?" Yeah, she she does. She she is like, "Yeah." And then he's like, oh, "Okay, so you're like the the breadwinner." often used and she's like yeah and then um she's got to pass him the rice and the rice is out of the microwave so it's hot and she's like ah hot and then he just kind of like grabs it with her his hand and is like this is fine and she's like wow you can handle heat <laughs> and he's like yes <laughs> um but then then yes we get real excited to eat we want to eat the rice it looks tasty and we're hungry because it's cold outside it's a very cool move because they just take the, the skillet like over to the table yes. and eat out of that. And Unchan has the whole ladle. As oh my god. Unchan literally grabs a, a metal spoon and is like, time to eat. And then she sits down, she puts the spoon in Han Gil's hand and then takes the ladle away from him <laughs> and is like, I get the big spoon. <laughs> Ooh, the metaphorical big spoon. <laughs> the metaphorical big spoon. And they start eating. And uh, she's just wolfing it down. She, like, takes a bite, and she's like, this is amazing. And it's just loading up her spoon with this. Just eating. And he, at first, is like, what? But then he kind of starts to, like, smile and laugh a little. Like, he's like, this this kid. He's like, oh, great. I'll I'll never have leftovers again. Yeah. Now, this is the part of the show that made me the angriest this week. Oh, okay. Uh, We fade cut to a mound of, what I'm assuming, green tea ice cream with two spoons in it, and in the background is a Coke. Now, there's a high probability that that's just product placement and like, oh, you got to have your Coke. But there's like drink missing from that Coke. Okay. So in universe, Uh these two, one Uh one of them at least, is eating ice cream and drinking soda. Now, Kara, I don't know (laughs) if you've ever tried to eat ice cream and drink soda at the same time. I'm not a soda boy. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm a soda boy. Okay. I like ice cream occasionally. I like ice cream, but not soda. I'll go to Culver's. Culver's, send the check. And I'll, I'll get, like, a nice Pepsi, because it's one of the few places that has Pepsi. Okay. And I'll get my uh, my, my milkshake as well. Mm-hmm. And I've learned through, yes. like, hard trial and error, mm-hmm. you have to, like, commit to drinking the soda first. Okay. Because if you take a bite of ice cream, there's too much sugar in the ice cream, mm-hmm. it, it blocks out your taste buds. Oh. So when you drink the soda, all uh-huh. you get is, like, gross, fizzy water taste. Like, you're drinking, like, the carbonated water when there's no syrup left in the machine. Okay. So, like, who the fuck <laughs> is the person who's just like, all right, gonna take my ice cream chomp, 
drink my soda. That's not realistic. It broke my immersion in the show. Because all oh, I can think no. about is how terrible it is to just drink soda and eat ice cream simultaneously. I'm so sorry this happened to so you. That's the one time where product placement just completely ruined something for me. I really thought you were going to be angry at like the next plot point. I was not expecting this soda ice cream debacle. No, I think that's, that's pretty much most of my notes for this episode. <laughs> Cause like, so nice. yeah, I was like, maybe it's sherbet and maybe sherbet is different. So uh, it, it's not, I mean, it's just green tea ice cream and there's two spoons. So one of them has to be, I didn't even notice the ice cream. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> I, I completely had no idea. I'm so sorry that this has affected you so heavily. Though. No, no, no. And then we just get into like some casual misogyny where Hongul is like, huh, you so that's weird. Yeah. You know, it's fine. What a, what a, um, what a lady hobby. Yes, but they're they're sitting on the ground with the the dolls, and Unchan is like, gotta gotta sew these eyes, and then freaking Mister, I don't want to work is like this lo- this manual labor looks fun. Let me try, and like picks up a doll and is like, I want to sew eyes on the doll. It's a real pissing contest <laughs> because she she's like, well, you know, I'll do. Wisely says anything for some money like yeah. anything that they will pay me to do i will do it yeah and he's like oh i've never worked a day in my life but i can do this too yeah and she's like well you have to be careful because uh you have to have the eyes on right because if you like don't hit them where they're supposed to be then it'll like look cross-eyed or it'll you be can't wrong sell it. yeah exactly they can't get the money for it and he's like wow how much do you get for this 50 cents a doll and she's like Nobody would pay 50 cents for this. Yeah. This is five cents a doll. Yeah. Which is bananas. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, we get we get yet another, like, I mean, not totally out of touch, I feel like, because at least he wasn't like, what is this, like, five bucks per mm-hmm. doll? He, he does go for 50 cents, but, yeah, no, actually five cents. And like, we're like, Yikes. It's great, because it's a moment where he's tempered his expectation. He's like, oh, 50 cents. That's a very small amount of money. Yeah. The smallest he's ever said out loud, yeah. for sure. <laughs> he's, he's never seen a penny in his life. He won't speak it. He doesn't know what that is. But yeah, and then she's like, nope, five. And he's like, what? And then he tries to, like, change the subject. He's like, so why don't you have a beard or anything? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He he just loves to, like, bring up the most random things into conversation. And this time he likes to say, hmm, you're a man. Where's your beard? And Unchan's <laughs> just kind of like, uh. And he's like, hmm, you'd think he would have a beard. And then Unchan counters with, like, wow, you have very pretty hands for a man. Yeah. And he's like, you're one to talk. <laughs> she says, oh, I don't have a beard because I, I don't eat much. Yes, that's right. She says, I don't eat well right after she just ate all of his kimchi fried rice. He just laughs. He doesn't even question it. He's like, fucking, you what? <laughs> uh. But yes, so we, we have this little sewing adventure. Um, and then we do have like a little like heart to heart moment a little bit. Yeah, she's like, hey, so uh, you, you haven't any girl problems? Yes, that's I'm good right. good with those. And Jenna's like, so I am very good about uh, giving advice about matters that concern love. <laughs> and he goes like, oh, you know, well, like I'm doing this cafe thing and it's like weird and I don't know how to feel about it. And she's like... Okay, but are you are you sure that there's no girl problems? Because yeah. I could help. She's like, I could help with the girl problem. It kind of. Do you want to tell me about the girl problem? Yeah, it kind of feels like, hey, uh, uh, do you like anybody? Um... <laughs> uh, one of the things that I did actually like about this episode was we start to get so just as Hangul is very honest about his emotions, I think that Unchan is as well. 
but it's a bit different because Unchan is a bit more naive and a bit doesn't really understand them as much. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't like pretend that they aren't happening. Like we do get a few moments where I feel like she looks at like Han Gil or Han Sung or somebody who uh, might be making her heart go boom boom boom. Yes. And um, she very much kind of admits to herself that that she feels that way. And this is not one of those moments, but um, we'll get into that later. But that is one thing that I, I kind of really like about this character is that she's not like pretending like it's not there or trying to tell herself that it's not happening she just genuinely doesn't understand it because she has had no time to like Mm -hmm. have that before so like it really is kind of like a first time experience for her meanwhile she's like i'm really good at things about love do you want to tell me about your girl (laughs) so there's a really cool thing that's set up in this episode that i wanted to call attention to which is Mm. unchan is hearing about this love triangle with yuju from both of the male sides yes uh, and what she hears from Hankyol is he's like, well, you know, it's complicated mm-hmm. and there's this history there and there's another guy and like, that's it. Yeah. Like she knows so little that like when she starts guessing about it, she's way off base. Yeah. Compared to what she'll talk about later with Han Sung. And- yeah. Um, I don't know if you got this in yours, but in mine, I had a part where Hankyol actually called Yuju a bad habit. Really? It was like, it's a bad habit that I keep. Yeah. Like that's what it. And my translation came as that, but when he was talking about it, he was like, you know, this is, she's essentially a bad habit that I, like, keep returning to. That's sad. Like, it's something that he views himself as, like, he knows that he likes going back to her and he knows that he likes spending time with her, but he doesn't want to feel that way. That's very good for his character yeah. because that's the only instance of him trying to acknowledge that what's comfortable is bad. Yeah. Because his whole lifestyle is what's comfortable and he's not had to work for it. Yeah. And hopefully he can like take that emotional momentum of like Yuju is bad for me I have to do the right thing and also be like I have to work yeah so um, it's it's he's the good guy yeah he's the hero yeah for me <laughs> we like him we like the Hangul um but then we do get into a little bit more talk about this uh the coffee shop deal and mm. once Unchan makes the connection that it is the same coffee shop that um Master Hong works at she's like oh oh the coffee shop and you would need people to work for you you should absolutely do this coffee shop thing and you should hire me she's like crushed she's like did mr hong sell wang jo coffee yeah like but uh... then he's like no we're working together and she's like hey hire me and she's she's very much on this like you should absolutely do the coffee shop thing and hung is like yeah i don't know and she's like you should absolutely he do says the oh it's shop. a hassle which is the same thing he says about the relationship and so she fucking lights him up yeah she's like everything's a hassle because you've never been hungry got him <laughs> Uh, just try. She says, "Just try it because there's no consequences, and if you do well, your grandma will be proud." Yes, she does. She's like, "If it fails, all right, cool. It failed. What are you? What are you gonna do about it? If it doesn't, though, then your grandma's happy. Mister Hong is happy. Everyone is happy. I'm happy because you hired money me. Money job, job. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there, there very much is that undertone of just kind of like, yes, you should absolutely do it. And when you do it, make sure that you hire me. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, now we get to the big funny piss scene. Oh, yeah. So uh, we cut to uh, Unchan is brushing her teeth. Yeah. As and you she's do. thinking about whatever Unchan thinks about because brushing her teeth she's is She's like her mumbling set. to herself. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what did he, like, water in the morning? I don't oh drink my gosh, water yeah, in the morning. Because he makes this whole, like, analogy that's like, oh, that's right. When he's talking about Yuju, he says, like, it's a bad habit. It's something that I keep doing. It's like drinking hot water in the morning. And oh. she's like, what does that mean? I don't drink water in the morning. I don't get what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes in and he's gotta pee. He's gotta pee. He comes in so hot that I'm like, he was waiting. <laughs> 
for a long time. Like, <laughs> why is she taking this long to brush her teeth? And he was like, you know what? I can just go in there and pee. We're yeah. both dudes. <laughs> so he runs in. The, the the audio they play, because I'm sure the actor didn't really just, like, pee. It sounds like a fire hose. Like, it's just so much pressure. <laughs> He's gonna pee. And after he, she, she freaks out. She's like, what are you doing? This is and gross. she's like, excuse me? Put your dick away. Yeah, and so his dick is out. Yes, that's right. It's very important, everyone. The dick is out again. So the plot is progressing. <laughs> of because course. after he says, oh, I got some on me, he very quickly rolls over into, why are your butt so small, man? He literally looks over. He's washing his hands. He just smacks Unchan's ass and is like, your butt is small. And Unchan is like, excuse? Yeah, it's thin with two ends. <laughs> just like, and then at one point he like pets her butt. She's like, oh, don't yeah. touch my butt. And he's his, like, what? No, he his hands are wet and he dries his hands on her butt. That's fantastic. Yes. That's I think I wrote good. down butt hand dry. Butt hand dry. Um, yeah, so he rolls up, he pees, he whips his dick out, he pees, he smacks her ass, and then he dries his hands on her ass. <laughs> He rolls out. Some real alpha energy in this and bathroom she's scene. she's like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, oh, man. God. Yeah, this is a scene that I knew was coming, because I remember watching it for the first time and being like, what? I think I, I, I think they, then they kind of do the goodnight thing, where oh, yes. she's looking at him through his bookcase. Yes. Which is very similar to the flashback shot of her and the sister looking oh, at dad. Yeah. Through the bookcase. Aww. Now, I don't know what the symbolism there is exactly, mm-hmm. but I think it, it might have been like, oh, I'm having fun. Yeah. Because it was this flashback of like, oh, I'm having fun and now yeah. it's a similar setup. But they say goodnight and she reaches over like under his couch and just pulls out a bunch <laughs> of dirty clothes. She finds this dirty like sock stash. Yeah. And she's like, haha, not as, <laughs> not as clean cut as you think. Mm. <laughs> like to herself. Yeah. So she's like, see, this person isn't like a super sparkly demigod. He has yeah. dirty laundry. Oh, it is. It is very cute because she kind of like through the bookcase is like, hey, you asleep? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you want, what if we like hang out and do something fun? The night is still young. And he's like, no, I'm tired. And she's like, okay. Ooh, I didn't pick up on that exchange, but that's uh, that's contrasting later dialogue that we yeah. can talk about. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> So anyway, uh, then we cut to morning, and uh, Unchen has left just a plethora of this cute little note scavenger oh, yeah. hunt thing over his Un's clues. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like these little like foot. Sh- I want to know where she got the time to do all of this. Yeah, and where she got the cards. Well, well, you have to wake up five a.m. for your three jobs. You know, like, you have so much time in the day. But she, it, they're these little like like footstep things telling him, and and it's there's a very very cute shot of him like taking a step and then stepping on the specific note yes, on the ground, and I really cute. like that. Um, but yeah, so he, he walks over and he finds the, the doll that she left him, which is the doll that he sewed, Mm -hmm. which he sewed, sewed, sewn, whatever. He did it bad. It's cross-eyed. And so she leaves him a little note that's like, can't sell this. Ha ha ha. So you can keep it. Take it, dork. Also hire me. Yes. She's also like, also PS, when you open that coffee shop, Mm -hmm. hire me. Remember kids, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So if you want a job, you have to just keep asking for it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, but he, he thinks it's cute. And it's very... It mirrors the scene of him leaving the watch. Yes. So she does. left him this thing. So then it is coffee time, folks. We get Finally. It's time to learn about coffee. We get we get a cool, fun, like, uh, montage of coffee a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, we do uh, run to... Uh, Han Gil has called Unchan over to the cafe. 
and he does it in the best way. Yes. He's like, "Hungry boy, are you busy?" Yeah. Oh, it was so cute. But she rolls up and she's on her like a uh, food delivery scooter, and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "You know the neighborhood." Or he basically is like, "I need to go out and like do some field research." Or yes. Whatever. And she's like, "Okay." And he's like, "You know the neighborhood. Come with me." And she's like, "I'm sorry. If I'm coming with you, then you need to pay me." And he says, "You only see me as money, huh?" And she goes, "Yep." <laughs> yeah. Do you think I'm made of money? Uh huh. She's like, "100 percent, yeah." <laughs> That's what you are, sir. And he's like, whatever. And he's like, come on, get in the car. And she's like, no, no, no. We can't traverse this city well on a car. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, then what are we going to do? And then we cut to Scooter Boy. Yes. Very cute because Hangyul is riding bitch. Yeah. Which is, is what it's called when you ride on the back of oh, the bike. Oh, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. It's the bitch seat. So, yeah, he's in the back. <laughs> and there's this cute little banter of her being like, can you, like, scoot away from me? And he's like, what, you want my ass to fall off the scooter? No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> And then she tells him, like, oh, there's a Starbucks and a coffee bean, like, 500 feet away yeah. from the shop. and he's like, oh, man, he's two like, big coffee chains. Us. That's not good. Uh, and then they roll past this this stand that is surrounded by screaming women. Oh, yeah. And they're like, and he's like, what, what's going on over there? And uh, Unchan explains, oh, there's a women's university down the road. And he's like, and what's going on? And it's, it's a little waffle stand with a hot boy. I'm glad that you <laughs> said he was hot, because I wrote Sexy Waffle Man. I literally, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're, like, sort of implying that it's not just for the waffles that everybody's coming over here for. I'm 100% sure that that's what they're implying. Okay. I'm very certain that not, it's not just these tasty waffles. It's also this tasty. tasty man. <laughs> <laughs> so tasty man. Yeah, so he's 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 a he's a pretty boy, and uh, he's making waffles, and all the ladies are like, give me them waffles! waffles. Yeah. <laughs> so Hangul is like, hmm. Uh, but then... Uh, the woman in the shop that he's running his stand in front of kind of yes. like runs out and is like, hey, you gotta go. The, the pigs the... are coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so he like closes up shop and everybody's like, no waffles. Yeah, they're all like, no waffles. And he's like, gotta run, don't have a license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta get it, out. it's very cool to see that because I've definitely heard about like food stands in other countries. Like if you don't have your license, it's very common that people will still do business and just kind of have to avoid confrontations with the pigs. Yeah. Like, it's very good. So our scooter boys are like, follow that waffle boy. Well, specifically <laughs> Han Gil is like, follow the handsome waffle I boy. I want to talk to Waffle Man. So he's, Waffle Boy is running with his stand. Yes. And they pull up next to him on this scooter and Han Gil just starts basically yelling at him being like, hey, do you want to work legally and sell waffles? Work with me. And Waffle Boy is like, dude, go away. He's like, I work alone. Yeah. I and don't like taking orders. And Chan is like, it's Coffee Prince up on the corner. Come and stop by. And they just kind of zoom off after mm -hmm. giving him their job offer. Gosh. Um, so yeah, they zoom away. Oh, uh, Chan falls in Hong about the cross-dressing plot. Yes, she sits down with Hong and she's like, hey, by the way, he thinks I'm boy and I need you to also pretend. And Hong is like, what? Yeah, Hong being the cool, sensible old man is like, uh, uh, no, what? No, what? No. Why? Why? <laughs> it's gonna get worse. Yeah, he's like, this is stupid. You shouldn't do this. And she's like, please, because I pretended to be boy and I got jobs, so that means I need to keep pretending yeah, to be boy. Yeah, she literally says, he'll pay me more if I'm a man. Yeah, we come back to this, like, yeah. this, is, she's, this is survival, being a boy. Then they have, like, a cool conversation about, like, hey, why is this coffee shop failing in the first place? Yes. And uh, Hong Gyul is kind of like, well, the coffee must suck. And Eun Chan is like, no, 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 no. Yeah. The coffee is very good. She's like, try it. And he's like, no. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, oh, the coffee's good. The place is just kind of dirty. Yeah. And Mr. Hong looks betrayed. Yeah, it's this very, <laughs> we have these two, like, opposite, opposites 
opposite, uh, you know, these, we have Hong and Hong Gyul who are just kind of like on opposite sides of the spectrum about how they feel about this coffee shop. They um, do go out of their way to like talk about Mr. Hong's like skills. Like they show the coffee making montage and yes. he's, he's very capable, Yeah, which I love seeing shows where the characters are capable because there's so many times where it's like, oh, bumbling idiot. And he kind of gets through on the strength of yeah. his like optimism. And it's like, no, he's just, he, he is, he does have the skill. Like this yeah. coffee shop has great potential. And then, uh, uh, they talk about like uh, Hangul basically pitches his idea. He rolls He's out the like, plan. Listen, I want to have a coffee shop like run by handsome boys. Yeah, we're gonna and, appeal to women in the twenty demographic. Yeah, and he's like, and first we're gonna hire Unchan, and Unchan is like, but and uh, Mr. Hong is like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not a good idea. And uh, Hangul is like, no, he's trustworthy and responsible. I want to hire him. Diligent and responsible, like oh. so good. And, uh, they, the, the, he's rolling out his plan. Mr. Hong just starts slapping his tummy. Yeah, he's like, all right, like a, like a Like an appeased seal. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, uh, they, they go over the Prince branding. Again, Hong Yul is smart and capable. He did his research. Yes. He sees that the women's university is nearby. He's like, here's how we're going to appeal to them. We're going to get a side menu. And then he gets called a poser. Yeah. He's like, you're not about the coffee, man, says And he's Mr. like, Hong. no, I'm trying to make the business better. And it's, it's very much, we see these two people who are obviously capable, who can obviously do well, and they just kind of have different feelings about what's going on. Yes. Um, which is kind of nice to see, because it's not like they're they're bumbling idiots, like you said. Exactly. Like, they, they are capable, and they can do well, they just need to work together. Unchan just starts sweeping in the background the second she gets hired. Yeah, she's like, I'm hired, time to sweep. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then, guess what, everyone? It's Bring Your Girlfriend to Work Day. Because mm. guess who rolls up? Uh, who? You do. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I hated this scene. I just would like to read... Oh, if please. I may read directly, I was typing so loudly and so aggressively. Oh my gosh, yeah, he was like mashing keys and I was like, Jaren, what's going on? Kara was like, are you good? <laughs> uh, please, a reading. So... <laughs> Yuju is with Hansung at work, and they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> as a couple, then more uncomfortable as a couple than as a weird, dysfunctional, feuding duo. This is trash. I hate it. Stop this. <laughs> this is work. What are you doing? Please. It's unprofessional. <laughs> I hate your freaking guts. Because <laughs> they're just oh dicking God. around in the booth. Listening to like this happy like love oh song. God. Yeah, if it wasn't clear, I, I didn't I should have said it that we yes, we did cut to the studio where Han Sung works and Yuju is just there. Because they're back together now and they're happy. Trash. <laughs> like all the other people in the booth who were just trying to do their jobs. Have you ever been in like an elevator with just a couple who loves each other like too much? Like good for you, but like not in the elevator, <laughs> not in the booth. Somebody's trying to start their music career over here. Yeah. And you're just, like, making out in front of them? That's not you know. kosher. Gosh. Um, yeah, so... She gets a call from Donkey Kong, Yes, though. Donkey Kong calls. He calls up and he's like, ooh wah And... <laughs> That's exactly But we happened. don't hear what he says. We can only assume. Yes. Because she leaves the room for, like, a second. And when she's out of the room, he's, like, staring at that door. Han Sung is. And he's it's, not happy. She's gone for less than a minute. Mm -hmm. And he, she comes back in and he's like, who is that? And she goes, oh, it's Donkey Kong. <laughs> and he goes, why did you hang up so quickly? <laughs> and she says, oh, 
Uh, I was just shooing him away. And he goes... <laughs> She's oh. like, he was just asking how I was. Yeah, you know. Uh, and it's this immediately weird and jealous thing. Because, like, they're, they're yeah. like, forcing a honeymoon phase, it feels like. Yeah! We're, we're shown this, like, we're back together and we're happy and everything uh-huh. is the same. But this scene alone shows us how much that that is not true. It feels like both characters are trying to regress yeah. for, like, other reasons. All it took was a literal 30-second call from DK, and we're back to this, like, tense, just, like... If I may mm. continue reading from my notes... Please, continue uh, the reading. There's a phrase here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please, God, deliver me from this rom-com. <laughs> and then, before we cut scenes... Of course. We get the most unsettling thing I've ever seen on a TV show. Yeah? Possibly even including movies, the most unsettling thing. She, like, pushes her hair back and just kind of, like, looks, like, towards the camera a little bit. And the look on her face is like, please, God, help me. (laughs) It's the most unsettling, like, oh, no, expression. (laughs) And I was scared. I was very scared by the look on her face because I'm like, this can only end violently, it feels like. Like, We cut to this scene of them and it was just kind of like, all right, guess we're back at, you know, the freaking couple, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it it became this. It's it's so interesting how she literally got the phone call. And before he even knew for sure that it was DK before she actually came back and told him, he was staring at that door unhappily. And she came back in and he was like, who's that? And it was just kind of like, oh. To go back to like oh. what she said last episode, nothing I do will make you happy. Yeah. And we are seeing that that is true. Whew. Mm. So then we cut to yeah. our favorite girl. Yay, the fun part of the show is back. <laughs> and she's stuffing gifts into uh, Hansung's mailbox, I guess. Yeah, I didn't quite understand the context of that. Because she's like delivering milk, but she's also like, oh, we have these gifts for our customers. Yeah, I think maybe it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe she does more than just milk. Maybe she does mm. like, I don't know. But regardless, she's she's stuffing some gifts into his mailbox. And then Hansung walks up. We with... get the return of Sweeper. Yes, we see our favorite boy again. Oh, man. Hansung is second place episode. to Sweeper. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> She asks about Mr. A and Miss B, which yes. is how he was kind of abstracting the love triangle from his side of events. Yeah, actually, she set that up because she was confused oh, and she was right. like, I don't, I, like, she was trying to basically relate it to him and she was like, let's just call them Mr. A and Miss B. Mm-hmm. And now we kind of have, we, we're back to that where she's like, so how's Mr. A and Miss B? I heard they're, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, they go for walks and they eat food together. Yeah. Like, he like, does it in like a happy. sickeningly dumb, cute way. It's like, very weird. And she's like, oh, so they worked it out. And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, however. There's Mr. C. Mr. C is also around. Mm. And she's like, Mr. C. And he's like, yeah. Oh, God. It's so weird because she's like, oh, I guess you don't need counseling anymore. And like, oh, yeah. She's like sad about it. And she does seem sad about it. Oh, God. And Telling then, you her heart went ba-bump, ba-bump. She validates his, like, <laughs> paranoia towards Mr. C. Yes. She's like, I'd be weirded out if I got a 10-second phone call, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Like, mm. Well, because he does, he does frame Mr. C as, like, he's like, Mr. C is someone that, like, she saw before. Oh, and, like, bad Mr. It's an C. ex and he's bad. Mm. And she, obviously, she, she likes, um... Not not even, like, from a romantic perspective. She likes Hansung. She likes his company. Yeah. You know, she's obviously sad about the idea that, like, oh, maybe we won't get to, like, talk as much because, mm-hmm. like, you solved this issue that I was helping you with. Like, she enjoys him. So she's obviously kind of like, yeah, like, totally, like, you know, you're you're totally valid. You can be unhappy about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, 
But she's uh, like, yeah, hey, you can exchange numbers with me if you want. Oh my god, yeah, she's like trying to get the digits. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, you know, if you want, but it's like whatever. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll like, yeah, no, I can cool. give you my number. And she's like, oh, but, okay, but, yeah. So he she, he gives her the number, and she bikes away, singing his phone number. Yes, she's very happy about it. And there's like happy music playing, and it's well lit. And the whole time, I feel like ice in my heart. Yeah. And I wrote, "Run, bitch, run." <laughs> Because this is not anything you want any part of. Like, when she's running away singing the number, I'm like, oh, no, she crushing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the she dog. crushing. It's, the it's dog. you know, Sweeper does play It makes you seem innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so we, we do see this kind of, like, developing feelings that yeah. uh, Unchan is growing It's like a Doki Hansen. Doki situation. You know, her heart... Ba-bum-ba-bum! <laughs> um... But yeah, so she she gets the digits and she's very happy about it. Uh, and then we cut to Hangul meeting with Grandma, and he's like, "Listen, this is all the money I need." And she's like, "Nope, yeah, you can have like way less than that." He's like giving Granny estimates. He's being serious about it, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'll give you a third of that." And he's yeah, like, Granny, what? He's like, like he's no. trying to be cute again, and she's like, "Bye." No, she's like, "Nope, you get this." He asks the question that I'm dying to know, which is like, "What's?" our relationship to Mr. Hong. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, how do you know this guy? What is this dude? And they're like, she's like, you're on the same level as him. Yeah. Because a couple episodes ago, she said like, I'll find somebody who's just as lost as you. Yes. And so I guess that's them. I think that was just last episode. We're only on three. It feels a lot longer. Right? It feels like we've been doing this for a year already. The episodes are pretty long. They're Mm. about like an hour each, so... She's like, yeah, give me all your receipts. This is all the money you're getting. Yep. Yeah, she's like, you better show me them receipts. I want to make sure to know that you only use this much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut to family yoga with the uh, yes, Chan Unsei and good. mom. And they're doing cute yoga. And then there's like this comment. Oh, also, uh, we find out that Unchan has filled in her family uh, yes. about the fact that she's pretending to be a boy. Yes. Which is, I feel like. I'm so used to a character does something and they have to lie about something that they keep it to, like, themselves and maybe tell one friend. Yes. Like, the fact that she's basically going to these people and being like, hey, here's the situation, this is what I need you to do to ensure that it happens is so good. (laughs) And there's, like, this great response because they appreciate the money that's coming in. Yes. So, say is like... Oh, it's okay. You're flat both ways. Nobody will notice. Yeah. And mom is like, oh, I'll just tell everyone you're my cool son. Yeah, she's like, don't worry. I'll come show up. Because she's like, her mom is like, oh, I want to bring you lunch I boxes. I want snacks, yeah. And she's like, no. And mom's like, don't worry. I'll show up and I'll tell everyone you're my handsome son who I love. <laughs> <laughs> and then Unchan is like, oh, you're right. I shouldn't be shouldn't be doing yoga. I should be getting swole. Yeah, she's like, I need muscles because I'm going to be a man. <laughs> so she like, goes to the, the shoe weights. cupboard yeah. and gets a couple weights and just starts pumping iron. Yeah, dude. We cut to, like, a, a show set, too, where Hangul has contacted this boy. Yes, Hangul's on the phone with his friend who seems to work in some kind of show business, but mm-hmm. we find out that he's some kind of interior design because he does tell him, like, they're, they're talking about getting furniture and basically yes. remodeling the cafe, and he does tell this friend, he's like, I'll leave all of the, like, design choices up to you. So, mm-hmm. obviously, this is someone who must know something about it, because... Somebody who Hangul trusts to yes. be good at that job. Yes. So, we're getting more competent people even brought into the fold. Yeah. Uh, so, then, this guy rolls up at the actual cafe later, and, you know, he's he's scored Hangul a good deal. He's I'm pretty sure he says, like, they can get the furniture for free, mm-hmm. and then, like, someone's gonna paint it, make it look nice. Yeah. So everything's working fine. 
uh, we go, we cut back to the cafe where this guy is there, and he's, like, actually looking at the place and being like, mm-hmm. hmm, this is what I'm working with. He get, he's got, like, a cool passion to him where he's like, I can't wait to tear this place up. Yeah, oh. he literally is like, I saw this place, and I wanted to bulldoze it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what, what's, how would you pronounce his name? Jin Harim? I didn't actually write down his name. I don't remember what it was. Uh, I, was... I, I wrote it down, but okay, let me see. I'm really unsure of the pronunciation. So, Harim enters, and immediately, he sees Unchan, and he's like, I like the look of this Oh boy. my god, yeah, he instantly is like, hey, you look good to me. He, I'm pretty sure he even says, like, you're just my type. You are just my type. Is like, <laughs> he just hits on Unchan, and we're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, he, he asks, are you a boy or a girl? It doesn't matter to him. Yeah. He says he's attractive before he's sure. He, like, sure. talks about her specific features. He's like, you've got a straight nose, and, and you've like, got a good sexy chin. lips. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just straight up like, boy or girl? And she's like, blah, 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 boy. And he's like, excellent. <laughs> and then Hang Yul kind of walks in. And he's like, Hang Yul, who's your cool, attractive friend? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's my lover. And he's like, <laughs> oh, this lover. Lucky. Like, uh. Yeah. So. There's this very interesting exchange. And we're like, what? Mm-hmm. And I kind of wrote in my notes. I'm like, is this boy gay? You, he might be. He is might this, be bi. Is this our representation for the show? Like, ooh. Guess I'm, we'll find it's out. promising. It's very promising. I already like this character because he's competent, he is passionate, and he's very straightforward. He's immediately like, "Hey, you're attractive." Yeah, dude. Like, it's it's a good starting point. Please don't go full Han Sung with this and make <laughs> me do a 180 next episode. Please, Coffee Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Coffee Prince, don't do it to me. Oh yeah, and then oh no, he screams because he sees a rat, and he that's like, right. They go in the kitchen. He's like, "Oh no, oh my god, a rat." Uh, and so they're like, uh, Hang Gil is like, oh man, jumping over a rat, what's that about? Well, Hang Gil is like, spooky, but Eun-chan is like, yep, yep. happens. She rat, literally like, runs in, here. she's like, rat, live, yep, happens. And she picks up this bottle full of bugs, and she's like, look, I found a bottle of them, and Hang Gil and his friend are both like, what? Screaming, like, ah! Harim hops up, like, on the little trolley they yeah. have there, like a cart, I guess? yeah. He's, his feet are off the ground, is what I'm trying to illustrate. Yes. And he's just so grossed out by it, but not Unchan. Yeah, no, Unchan doesn't care. She's literally like, look at this, a full bottle. Mr. Hong, I got an entire bottle of bugs. A roach bottle. Look at it. Um, and then we, we cut to the cool, like, Revenge of the Nerds were renovating the house montage. Yes. Where they're just throwing bags of trash out of the window onto a truck. And guess who shows up? CB is back. CB is back. I, oh, oh it's so turn. good. I kind of really... He's growing on me. Yeah. Especially after this point. Because uh, Unchan picks up a couch the same way she picks up every drunk person in the show so far. <laughs> on her back. Just on her back, like, bent all the way forward. And she bumps into him, and he's like, hey, he's he's really cool for me. Because <laughs> yeah. he says, there can only be one sun under the sky. <laughs> Let's fight. He's still very much on this I want to date. Uh, your sister, who I perceive to be your your girlfriend, yes. whatever is going on in his head, and he's like, we've got to fight. And Unchan is like, I gotta work right now. We can fight after I work. And he's like, no, we gotta fight. And Unchan is like, okay, well, if you want me to fight, then can you help me? Yeah. And he's like, yes. <laughs> he starts and helping. We do like a cool fast forward montage of them doing like cool physical labor. Yeah. 
and people comment they're like wow they were a good team yeah. and I, I was so happy because i felt like they were setting up cb to be like oh a useless dropout character mm -hmm. but again the way the show is written his emotions for the sister feel sincere yes he was willing to like steal to help her pay for vocal school which when we find out about her like money lending scheme yes it, it, that's her moral gray area yeah, sure dude. that he's responding to it's fine and then also like he if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree of course you're not gonna think it's very good yeah so like he is a good physical labor friend teammate yeah he picks up this couch like it's not like literally unchan has the couch on her back and she's like Ugh! and we found that unchan is strong yes but cb picks it up like nothing like he's, he's a like tall couch. like built dude yeah, as well he, and he's got be. facial hair yes of course and his <laughs> hair is short yeah real short <laughs> oh man so yeah they see them working and hangyul is like hey you want a job and CB is like, who, me? And Unchan is like, no, I will no, kill you no, if you no, hire him. No, yeah. she literally turns to CB and she's like, do not accept. No, no, no. And CB is like, yeah, I want a job. Oh, and Hanjo's yeah. like, you hired. <laughs> and so now CB's got a job. We're, we're slowly but surely forming our, our team of princes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Who all have their strengths. And then we, we keep montaging where... Uh, Unchan like hurts her hand and Hangul throws her a glove. Yes. Okay. So what I was talking about earlier, how we have these small moments of Unchan kind of like, uh, so we really start to see the start of development of like how she is going to feel mm -hmm. stronger later on. So we do have one clip of like uh, Hangul is working and he's kind of like a little sweaty and like mm. he's working and mm -hmm. he looks hot or whatever. And um, uh, Unchan kind of like looks over at him and is kind of like a good. Oh. And then later, uh, he's like digging and he's got gloves on and Unchan does not have gloves on and she like hurts her hand and Hangil sees this and he like takes off his gloves and just kind of like throws them at her and he's like, wear gloves and then continues to work and like dig without them. And Unchan is kind of like, oh, glove, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And they're like checking each other out while painting. Yes. It's like classic. Yes, so yes, classic. yes. Um, so then we have uh, our our new friend, Hangil's mm -hmm. friend. Um, Harun. Yes, he pops in and he's like, I'm going to have fun with this new kid that I want to flirt with. And he like picks up a little bit of the paint and like smears, smears it, on, it on her face. And he's like, haha, got him playing around. Got and Unchan is like, no, apologize to me right now. She goes full like apology loop again. Yes. And I'm guilty. Yeah. He even has the one where he's like, ha, been there. He literally like, walks by and is like, you, you better apologize. You dude. have to do it. It's She's not going to stop. <laughs> and I was like, why is, why is he needed to apologize? That's just being cute. Nah, and Chen isn't happy. <laughs> Does not take kindly to paint. Oh, man. So, yeah, she's like, apologize to me. Apologize to me right now. And then um, Hangul goes over and is like, hey. Unchan, don't forget you have to order the coffee beans. And she's like, I will, right after you apologize to me. And this ends up being a whole thing because she needs this apology from him. So instead of ordering the beans, she calls on CB. She's like, hey, you need to help me order the beans because I need to get this guy to apologize to me. So you need to do it instead. And CB is like, okay, what do I do? And she just starts shouting numbers at him. There's even an extra degree in there because uh, Hong Gyul asks Hong to do it. And Hong deputizes Unchan, and Unchan is busy, so she deputizes CB. Yes. So there's five degrees of separation from people at the top who could have just taken care of this. Yeah. And so she's shouting numbers at CB. CB is not good at math and also is distracted and trying to do other things. And so he's like, wait, slow down, tell me. And Unchan is, like, already angry. Mm -hmm. So she's literally like, don't make me repeat it. I'm going to say it now, and this is all you exactly. get. Exactly. And he is like, okay. And then we, we cut... Uh, back to this apologize spree. We finally get a, an apology out of this this boy. 
And then it's very cute because she's holding him in place and he's like pantomiming, sawing his own arm off with his hand like a coyote. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like blood for blood, like <laughs> recompense and paints his face. I feel like all she had to do was just get him back. But yeah. like she had to get that apology. But that's why I already like Harim is because he's already like playing along. He's like, haha, I'm going to yeah. look at me. I'm cutting my arm off. Haha, fun. And she's like, apologize oh, sincerely this time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then an eye for an eye and like paints him up. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, then it's nighttime. Yes. And uh, Yuju calls Hangyo. Before he even gets the call, there's like a really good moment. Because okay. he's, he's putting packs on yes. for his muscle stiffness. And he's like, looking good, Hangyo. <laughs> and I just had this whole moment where I'm like, looking good, Hangyo. Thanks, Hangyo. You're so nice, Hangyo. Oh, stop, Hangyo. Love you, Hangyo. Bye, Hangyo. Oh, my God. Bye, Hangyo. <laughs> Everyone, this is written word for word in Jared's notes. I just want all of you to know that I'm looking at it, and it's great. Then he gets a call from you, too. Yes, and she, so she is kind of, like, taking the high road a little bit, being like, hey, or not taking the high road, that's not the right. She's apologizing She's for the apologizing. mean thing she did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm sorry I brought up your dad earlier today. I shouldn't yeah. have done it. Uh, you're right. Um, and they they get into a little conversation. And then... He pulls a power move. One that I'm very fond of where yes. he's like, hey, if you're sorry, like you could do me a favor and paint me this mural. Yes. Which is like, I, I love that. I love I have friends who do art and I'm like, hey, instead of like a gift or anything, I would just like you to draw me something. Yeah. Because you know? it's really cool. Like that he, he has a deep admiration for her work. Yeah. Like, that's that's been shown, and it continues to be shown in this episode. So, uh, he basically gets her to say that she's going to draw the mural, and then uh, we also have this moment where he's like, can't sleep, and she's like, want me to sing you a lullaby? And he's like, you know it. Like, yeah. you knew that was what I wanted. Yeah, uh. so she starts singing, and then um, he doesn't fall asleep. And then uh, she's kind of like, well, now, now singing that lullaby, I'm kind of, like, awake, too. And mm -hmm. he's like, hey you want to go paint the mural right now? And yes. she's like, yeah. And he gets super excited because he's like, heck yeah, we're having this cute little like midnight mural date. Mm -hmm. He goes, prepares a picnic. He gets some wine. He gets a cake. Yes. He's like ready. Now contrast that to the earlier scene where Unchan is like, hey, do you want to like stay up and do cool stuff? Yeah. And he's like, no, I want to sleep. And then he goes to, like, this mural painting all-nighter thing. Yeah. So it's it's the difference in how he views those two relationships currently, which I'm expecting to change over time. So then um, Yuju rolls up, and it's it's obvious that she kind of was more coming into this as, like, I'm coming to paint this mural. So she kind of, like, sees it, and he's set up a whole picnic. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote in my notes just, oh, Hunkyo. <laughs> really? Yeah, just because, like, I mean, like, it's not like she's, like, what are you doing or anything. But, like, it's it's so evident just in, like, the fact that, you know, he heard this and he got real excited and he prepared this mm -hmm. picnic, whereas she was kind of more like, I'm coming to paint this mural because I can't sleep. Interesting. So, to me, my heart a little bit was just kind of like, especially because earlier in the episode, he's described it as, like, she's this bad habit that I, like, mm -hmm. keep going back to and, like, all this stuff. And then, you know, the opportunity to hang out with her comes again and he goes all out. And, you know, it's not like she comes in and she also has, like, brought something for this, like, yeah. you know, something to hang out with. Like, she's literally just here to paint the mural. I wrote in my notes, he's always picking out wine for this chick. Yeah. It happened always. earlier in the episode when he gets, like, surprise, Hansung is here. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, she said in my dub, or not in my dub, my subs, 
uh, I was worried there might not be wine. Yeah, he's like, I know you always need wine when you paint. And she's like, you know me so well. I was like, yeah, she's leading into this whole, like, alcoholic artist thing. Yeah. Like, she's the Ernest Hemingway of painting flowers (laughs) on walls, for sure. You know. Need my wine. Yeah, so we have this little, like, uh, mural picnic thing montage. Not really a montage. It's very short. Yeah, the song is playing, and, like, the lyrics are like, I want you back for real, girl. And she mentions that it's diegetic. She's like, oh, you even put on music. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, is that supposed to be what's playing now? Oh. (laughs) So it's a little bit weird because then he like helps her suit up yes he's like tying the apron and he's putting her hair back and that just felt a little bizarre to me it like i i know that they're like childhood friends and stuff like this this whole trio is childhood friends and it's obvious that it's not like he's just kind of like this other guy that's around like it's obvious they're Mm -hmm. very close i get it but yeah it, it just kind of like i don't know i think just because like i I have this this contrasting like this one relationship that I'm like, dude, what the heck? And then I yeah. have like Han Gyul and Unchan who I just like want the best for. Mm-hmm. That I I want him to get away from this this childhood crush that he obviously knows is like it's bad not, for him. It's yeah. bad for him. Yeah. It it's just it was the framing of it in the music and like the wine and him standing behind her. I'm like, this is like the pottery scene from Ghost, oh. like where Patrick Swayze is just like helping shape the clay. And yeah. Like, I'm like, is this supposed to be romantic because her and Han Sung are back together? Yeah. And, like, that is the question of, like, oh, is it romantic for Han Gyul and not for her? Because mm-hmm. when they're having the phone conversation, she has a line that I wrote down, uh, come on, buddy, stop it. And I'm yeah. like, that's that's the, the national anthem of the friend zone. <laughs> come on, buddy, stop it. Like, I, I very hard. much viewed it as, like, Han Gyul was kind of treating it as a date, and she was treating it as, like, going mm. to paint this mural for my bud because I hurt his feelings earlier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then we cut to, uh, morning at Unchan's house, and Unchan is binding. Yeah. She's going all in with this. She's like, nope. Mm-hmm. No titties. Uh, she, she's comparing it to neckties. Yes, it's very funny. She's like, is this how men feel when they put on ties? God, this sucks. <laughs> she says, I'm not trying to torture you. And oh, like, yeah, she talks to her titties. She talks she's to like, her sorry, tatas, titties. and she's like, I'm not trying to torture you. Now that I have a good job, only good things will happen. <laughs> Which, if you're ever screenwriting... (laughs) You know! When you say only good things are gonna happen, something bad has already happened and we're about to find out about it. Oh, God. So anyway, Eun-chan rolls up to the cafe and she first sees Hangyul asleep. And she's like, ah, he's here early, blah, 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 yeah, my buddy, like, oh, he's cool. sleeping. What up, friend? And then she just hears from behind her, who are you? And she turns around and Yuju is there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who, who are, are you? you? <laughs> um, and then we do remember that they have met once before. They yes. had the brief meeting because Yuju is like, oh, you look familiar. Oh, you, you're the scooter guy. Yeah. And then Hangyul waking up and is like, yeah, he's a thief. Yeah, Hangyul is he's like, a that's snatcher. right. snatcher. <laughs> and it's like, come on, you don't gotta blow up the spot. like. Yeah, so then Yuju is like, anyway, hey, like, nice to meet you. My name is Yuju. And then, like, uh, Unchan's going to shake the hand and Hangyul is like, no. <laughs> you can talk to him later. Yeah, there's this very weird, like, Hangyul will not He's let Yuju. keeping them separate. Yeah. Ugh. He doesn't want Yuju to interact with Unchan. Now, that, that could be, like, a, a very sad moment, actually, if you think mm-hmm. about, like, this is my bad habit, and, like, this is my new cool friend. Oh, yeah. And, like, he doesn't want those two spheres to mix, because, like, he's probably compartmentalizing, uh-huh. like, himself with Yuju and himself with Unchan. Man. 
So it's uh, surprisingly like that. That was a blow for me, just seeing yeah. that. Like, no, these two areas of my life shouldn't overlap at all. Yeah, and then uh, Unchan uh, is like, mm, what the heck? And uh, she. I think this is kind of one of those things where it's like it's a manifestation of the fact that like she's starting to get feelings for Hong Gyul that she doesn't quite yet recognize nor understand. Mm -hmm. So she kind of like is angry at, you're not angry at Yuju, but just kind of like that she does this thing where she like air kicks at the mural. And yeah. like you kind of see that she's like she's obviously unhappy that Yuju is there. Like, you know, she walked in and she was real excited to like mm -hmm. just see Hong Gyul sitting there and she was like, ah, my buddy's sleeping. Uh, and then Yuju was there, and her face kind of falls yeah. a little. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, and you're I, here. I honestly thought that she was just like, she didn't like flowers or art. Oh. But she was, so she was kicking at it, like, we don't need this in my coffee shop. <laughs> but I do I do like that the, the the interpretation of, like, she doesn't recognize these feelings. So it's it's literally like a child, like, kicking out. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do with my body right now. Yeah. So uh, then we cut to too many beans. Mm -hmm. CB ordered like 20, 20 kilogram bags of coffee beans. Yes. When he was supposed to get 22 kilogram bags of coffee beans. So they have 400 kilograms instead of 40 total. Yes. So uh, they're all standing around and they're like, what? This is too many beans. And the delivery guy's like, this is how many you ordered. And they're like, you should have noticed that there was a problem when, you know, we're a new coffee shop. Yeah, Why would yeah. you order this many beans? And he's like, I called you and tried to confirm it many times and I was told it was correct. And then um, Unchan understands what's happening. Mm -hmm. She knows that she told uh, CB and CB is probably, is CB is the one who uh, said the order wrong because she knows that she knew exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And she takes the fall. She steps in and she's like, this is my fault. Is there any way that we can fix it to the delivery yes. guy? And he's like, no, like this is how it is. Yeah. Um, so once again, we have another instance of uh, Unchan uh, sees CB in trouble and she doesn't want him to take the, the fall or the blame. So she does something to help him, mm -hmm. uh, which I think in, in this time she kind of views it as her own fault because she's like, oh, I could have made the order, but I didn't. I delegated it to him. Yeah. And, um, Han Gyul nor uh, Mr. Hong, I think, kind of maybe recognizes like, oh, I didn't do it myself. But Han Gyul is very much just kind of like, I told someone to do this, so it's mm -hmm. not my fault. Um, but yeah, so then Han Gyul is angry and he says, Un Chen, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Follow me. Meet him inside. Meet him. Meet him inside. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes in, and Yuju is just chilling inside, and this kind of made me a little angry because he starts like yelling at her and scolding her as an employee without even taking her to like somewhere that nobody was like he goes into the room where yuju is just chilling in and he's like hey what is wrong with you i cannot believe that you would do this blah 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 and i'm like dude you couldn't have gone to the kitchen this, what? this is like this is i love this episode of the show the most so far because mm -hmm. this is complex we've set up the characters we have their emotional like impetus has been established yeah and here's like how that line just spikes every yeah. few minutes in this episode because he vouched to Mr. Hong for Unchan. This person is diligent and I trust them. Yes. And then the first thing that happens is he goes to Hong, deputizes him, ordered these. Hong deputizes Unchan, Unchan deputizes CBs, mm -hmm. and then she tries to take the fall for CB. Mm -hmm. And Hong Gyul is even pissed at Hong. He's like, you're a shitty owner, you're lazy, because instead of doing something yourself, you passed it off to your employee, and that's why we're in this situation. Yeah. So he's not even only mad at Unchan. It's, it's like he's mad at himself because he's like, I've finally committed to trying something, and I don't want to be a failure. Yeah. And now, because of something that I tried to like trust other people with, 
uh, it's reflecting badly on me and it's hurting our potential relationship with these coffee buyers because now yes. we've had to beg them to like let us return a, a $140,000 order or something yeah. like that. Like, it's absurd. So then, also, Mr. Hong is, is big time vouching for Eun Chen. Like, he's mm. very much just being like, it was an honest mistake, like, you know, this, this, and this happened, like, it's not her fault. Um, and also, Mr. Hong is like, uh, when they were talking to the delivery person, Mr. Hong was very much, like, trying, like, not blaming any of the employees, not taking a fall or anything, just being like, this is your fault because you guys should have known that, like, why would we have wanted this? Why didn't you check in with exactly. us, you know? So, like, it's it's very evident that Mr. Hong doesn't want any of the blame on any of the employees. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, Unchan is taking the fall. Unchan is getting yelled at, and she starts to cry a little bit. She's yes. very overwhelmed. I think she's also, I think, you know, overwhelmed, uh, upset with the fact that, like, that she just started this job and she already did something wrong. And I think mm-hmm. she's also upset that she's done something wrong in Hangil's eyes, that, like, she feels like she failed him. There's there's another dimension here that's really great, is mm-hmm. that Yuju is, like, seeing Hangil like being a disciplinarian yeah like she's present for this entire thing and then after it's over she wants to talk to Unchan. Mm-hmm. she's like hey yeah can i have a moment alone yeah and cb kind of like backs out of frame a bit yeah we do see uh cb and uh harim kind of like come in and they're also seeing what's going on and we can see like in cb's face that he like feels really bad because yes. he knows that at the end of the day like he's the one who said the wrong mm-hmm. numbers um and then yeah yuju is like can can she even tells them she's like hey can you leave us alone? I want to talk to Unchen. And then they all leave. And then she's like, hey, uh, she says something to her and I don't remember what it was. I think it's like, do you want to get some coffee real yeah, quick? Yeah, she's like, let's let's get some coffee. And Unchan is like, no. And kind of like goes to run off. And then yeah. this is where we freeze frame on Unchan's crying face. Oh, and God. it's not fun. <laughs> it's so strange. Because I was like, oh my God, she's going to get fired. Yeah. And then she doesn't. But he says like, if you're going to act like this, you might as well quit. Yeah. And it's like... It's putting the ball in her court in the kind mm-hmm. of, like, responsible person she's been shown to be. Like, she, it feels like she would sooner quit yeah. than, like, make him have to fire her. Yeah. So I'm very confused about how this is going to proceed, but I'm super intrigued. Ooh, and that's episode three. <laughs> so what did uh, what did I think about this episode? Yeah, so, yeah, how do you feel? Uh, episode 3 end. What do you think? Episode 3 gives me big hope for the, the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two, I, you could tell from my predictions, I was like, where is the game? Like, where are we going to start getting into a repetitious cycle? Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's entering into that. It feels like we're actually reaching, like, this more so than a few other shows I've watched has, like, a this is happening, so we need to do this, and then mm-hmm. this problem is happening, so how are we going to solve it? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I really like the grounding of this. I really like the emotional uh, back and forth that these characters have. Yeah. It really it really went from a lot of line segments to, like, a pentagram shape. Yeah. Where we have CB, Harim, Hangul, Hong, and Unchan, and all their relationships to each other mm-hmm. uh, are, are actually fleshing out really well. So I, I can't wait to see how this shop goes moving forward. Yes. Because most shows, they would start you with this shop already here and these four people already established. Yeah, and it's it's very common to it, either it's already there or, like, first episode, we meet everyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, we didn't do that this time. No, there's, there's characters from episode one and now there's Harim who just showed up. Yeah, he just rolled up. And there's Waffleman. 
Yeah, that's right. Our beautiful waffle boy. He's totally gonna work at the coffee shop. <laughs> we'll see. I want that waffle boy. I, will waffle boy show up? Tune in next time. <laughs> Find out. Mm. Um. Yeah. I I feel like I am having like the most fun I've had rewatching this uh, series right now in this time that I am. And I think part of that is due to the fact that because we're actually like, I'm actively paying attention so that I can like talk about it later with you. And I'm also wondering what you're going to think about certain yeah. things, which is a lot of fun for me to do. Um, as opposed to just laying in my bed and like watching six episodes at a time because <laughs> I can't, wow. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely having a lot of fun. I, I really, really liked this episode. I, I feel like just because of the, the big smack we have at the beginning of guess they're back together. I was a little nervous as to like what you're going to feel like. And I'm glad that you enjoyed the the other parts of the episode so much. I'm glad that uh, one of my favorite things. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite things that I, that has made me gravitate back towards K dramas uh, and like television rom-com dramas especially k-dramas specifically i've noticed uh there's there's such a fun roller coaster of emotions because sometimes when you're watching like a rom-com you get this like oh it's light and funny and then it gets like kind of dramatic because something big happens but it's like still kind of light and funny and then we have the ending and it's like they're together and with this i feel like there's such a big like so many things are happening in one episode and you're constantly kind of being like hit around with a tennis racket. Yes. You're in a racquetball court. You are the ball. You're <laughs> getting hit. <laughs> like it's it's so much fun for me. I, I enjoy it so much more than like when I feel like I, I know exactly what I'm getting into. Yeah. And I feel like every time, time and time again, when I watch something new, I still am not really sure quite where it's going to throw me. And I like that. I like it a lot. I like the fact that I can go in an episode, I can be angry, I can be having the time of my life, I can get really excited, I can cry, I can go from loving a character to hating a character by the end of one episode. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's so much fun. And I don't, I know a lot of people would probably disagree and be like, that sounds like a lot. Why would you like that? Um, but honestly, I, I like it a lot. I think it's fun. I think it adds to the experience and I'm, I keep like doing this thing where at the end of my little, like sum up, I get a little sentimental where I go and I'm glad that I'm doing it with you, my cool friend. Aww. But yeah, I, I, I really am having a lot of fun. I think because I'm actually like talking about it with you, mm -hmm. it really makes it cool and fun. But yes, I'm very excited for us to finally get into this like coffee shop plot. I... I cannot wait for us to, to get into the, the coffee shop shenanigans. Um, but, yeah, uh, I guess that's all we've got for episode three. So we'll catch you guys next time where we go in chronological order, as always, and check out episode four. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's four. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I was holding uh, on to it for a while. You're ready for more with episode four. Ooh. I went simple. So. <laughs> we love to adore this episode four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.